Welcome to La Casa Blanca <laughs> Pod. I am your host, B. Welcome We're back Blanca after Pod. a long break. Our back. schedules weren't matching up. I was traveling from state to state here in the states. And, you know, this World Cup's been pretty good. How are we doing today? This World Cup's been pretty good. How are we doing today? Um, very, very good. My goat got the win and got the goal. Wasn't given to him, but he got the goal, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, and that being said, yeah, you know, this has actually said, been you know, one of the actually been one of the at least since I've seen at least um, since I've seen more um, more more competitive world more, cups. More, more competitive world cups. You know, even when teams are losing, you know, they're usually putting up a good fight. Losing, they're usually putting up a good fight. Unfortunately, my whales didn't do too well. My whales didn't do too well. And you know, Uruguay has and, been. You know, Uruguay has been hasn't been doing too well. Because I, I remember those two. Well, I remember those two. Both, both, both going through. It didn't really work out. It didn't really work out. Pleasant surprises. Well, if we, if you want, we can just go group by group, group by and then and then talk about you know talk about the games. So group A. So group A was Qatar versus Ecuador. Second game was Senegal versus the Netherlands. And you know, and you know. Cutter really didn't put up Cutter much really of a fight in that first game. Fight in that first game. Uh, Ecuador was much better Ecuador than, was much better than I, I, had I had anticipated. Uh, Enter Valencia is pretty uh, good. Valencia is pretty good. Um. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't really expect Qatar to do too well, especially being that you know they're under they're under a lot of pressure, being that it's their first World Cup game ever. Um and they're uh and they're the hosts of the World Cup, so they feel like they must win. And you know, most of their players are aren't that experienced. Um, but but yeah, it was it was a, it was a pretty lackluster opening game. Um, I thought Qatar was non-existent. The second half was better than the first half, but. They still. Um, I don't think they even had a shot on target, as far as I remember. Um, but yeah, it was that that opening game wasn't too good. But you know, like I said, I expected it. I thought Ecuador played really well. Either Valencia is inc- is an incredible uh, player, um, and yeah, he. Whenever he got, he, whenever he gets a chance, he finishes it, and he did exactly that against Qatar. Yeah, and we're two matches. Yeah, and we're two in. matches. And in. you know, the other and game from match day one was the Netherlands versus the Senegal. Netherlands and versus Senegal. Honestly, I thought honestly, I thought Senegal was the better Senegal team. team. Should have won, won that. Should have won that. You know, it, it took you know, a it late Yakbo goal. Um, I believe um, it was like eighty fifth like minute. minute, and then they got another, and then one they in got like another one in plus like ten or something like that. And I had already, I had already game after Gakpo scored. I was really invested in this game because I was really hoping for the Senegal to win, just because I'm a big underdog kind of person. Um, and I like seeing African teams, Asian teams doing well, doing well against the European nations. I don't really care about. I don't really care about. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a common trend in this World Cup. African teams tend to dominate and play really well, but they don't finish the job. I think the only African team that actually finished the job was Morocco when they beat um I don't know Belgium. They beat. Belgium. Yeah, when they beat when they beat Belgium, the the old dudes. Um but yeah, 
Senegal, Cameroon, dude, they both deserve to win their games. Um, but they didn't. They either drawn or they lost. And that's pretty for me that's very unfortunate. But yeah, um but you know, at least now people you know, they they won't really underestimate them. Um I thought Senegal played really well. I don't think that the Netherlands deserve I didn't think they deserved the win. Um like individual quality is what got them the win. They played terrible, terrible football. Um and yeah, maybe Senegal's lack of lack of experience maybe maybe because um they missed Sadio Mane who was injured and missed the competition. Um, like if he was there, they might have won, but you know he wasn't, and unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because I do t- I do like to see African teams, um, winning because you know they're so underrated. Um, and you know European bigger European teams tend to underestimate them. Um, which is particularly why, you know, Netherlands played so badly because they didn't really expect the Senegal to. Uh, play so well, even though they are the AFCON champions. Um, they won AFCON and they beat Egypt to qualify to the World Cup. So they're you know they're a really good national team. Um, but yeah, I thought they they should have won, but unfortunately they they, they did not. Yeah, and you know in game, yeah, you know in the game, second game that the they played, second game that they played, three one, three one. And you know that was a good result and, you know, for them, and it gives them a chance to advance in the final game, especially because game, Ecuador especially ended up tying the Netherlands, and it was a game where Ecuador probably should have won, won in another universe. In another universe, the Netherlands could the be Netherlands at the bottom of the group. The bottom of the group at this two at games this in, and not not even be looking to advance. And honestly, it would be fair because the Netherlands have been shit. Um, they had two shots, against, two Ecuador. shots against Ecuador, one on target, two one shots, on target. one target, two shots, one, one on target. One on Ecuador target. had 15 Ecuador shots, and I'm not saying shots are everything, but two. Honestly, like, for me, the way I see it, I think uh, the Netherlands are, like, the Chelsea of bigger teams at the moment. Um, for a while, they've been, they've been exactly that for a while. They don't play good football. They have decent players, but they do not play good football. It, it, they don't they don't dominate games. They don't score a lot of goals. They don't even defend that well. But they just I don't know. Their 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 way of football is really boring. And and yeah, they te- they sometimes win games even when they don't deserve it. Um, and honestly, like like you said, if 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 they came last in that group. I would not be surprised, even when you know a nation that never even played in the World Cup, like Qatar, came third. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be. I wouldn't be uh, that that surpri- that much surprised. But yeah, because in um, another but, universe, you know, that could have went. Both those games went, could have went either way. Went either way, and you know, and you know, that's the beauty of that sport. Is that board you know, that. you might. You know, be you might play, but you might win. You might, you might outplay the other team, and you might lose. You might lose. Um, 
that kind of that kind of twice and two games and the Netherlands quality just kind of came out on top, you know. When you have a kid like Cody Gakbo, who we talked about before last podcast, we talked about before actually mentioned on the podcast. I don't think because you've been high on Cody Gakbo for some time. He's been fantastic this world ah. for sure, and he's kind of been the reason and that they are top group right now. Yeah, I mean he's 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 an amazing talent, and he's basically been carrying them, but. I don't know, man. Like the way that the Netherlands play, I don't even think that it's 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 better suited for the play like Cody Gagbo. I think he could be doing even better. Um, but you know, they play him in that position. He he mostly plays as a striker, um, where he plays through the middle. But he's definitely better on the wings. Um, like one of the most. Actually, one of the most, um, one of the hot, one of the, his best features is crossing, which is something that a manager like Zidane, for example, would have loved. Um, yeah, basically, most of his crosses end up as a goal or a goal, goal scoring chance. And that's something that the Netherlands could have, um, could have used. But, you know, like play, for example, uh, a striker like De Jong. Who they have in and the put, squad, by the way. Yeah. And 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 put Gagpo on the wings and just cross the ball. I don't honestly. I think that would be better than playing Gagpo uh, in the middle because he's wasted there. Yes, he's scoring goals, but you're not. He's not. That's not his best position. And I think Gagpo is a player who can decide a game. And if you wa- if you want to, you know, advance in this competition, you have to make make the most out of. Cody Gakpo because he can lead that team to glory. Even though I don't think the Netherlands are that good, but you know, Cody Gakpo's individual quality can um, can make that happen. And something you know that I think should be mentioned is just Matthias De Ligt. Matthias De Ligt, you know, big move to Juventus, big move to Bayern Munich, from Ajax and Juventus has been terrible to the point where he was dropped in the second game. He could have easily he been sent off been against, Senegal against Senegal for a double yellow. A he double was committing yellow. bad fouls, bad fouls. And yeah, that's just my only point on the last point on the Netherlands. Um, so I guess my next question is: Senegal plays Ecuador tomorrow. Who do you think goes through? Um, I think Ecuador. Ecuador? I'm rooting for Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I think they Although, have been a better team this tournament. I have something to say about Delec. Oh, just a quick, yeah, quick note. Yeah. Um, I think the reason why Delec's career is is the way it is, even though he's still very, very young, um, is just bad choices, bad choices, and listening to the wrong people, kind of like Pogba. They they both listened to their agent. Um, they shared the same. They shared the same agent because he's dead. Um, Mina Raiola. When you listen to Mina Raiola, that's how that's that's how that's how your career ends up. Um, you don't learn. You don't. You you you, you play for money. You, you just you don't develop. Like Matias Delect. Like as much as I don't, I wouldn't have wanted him to play for Barcelona, but he could have went to Barcelona. And I think his career would have been better had he went to Barcelona. 
or just not played for a club like Juventus because just I don't think the Juventus are that good. Um, which is you know which is why I was so surprised when Cristiano went there. But you know besides that point, uh, you know just just bad choices for the left. And you know I just I hope I hope he gets his career back on track because I think he's one of the best defenders in the world when he wants to. Yeah, when he's yeah. you know when he, on his best day. And he, we were rumored with him. We were rumored we with him. Better million talents, which seems to be the better option. The better option. Um. So yeah, and, other, I mean, go. I mean, so so Militao joined us, and you know his career. You know, at first it wasn't so good because he wasn't getting game time with Zidane, and then you know we got a ton of injuries, and then we started to see just how good he was when he started playing. Surprise, surprise. Um, so, you know, he, he, he's learning, he's, he's playing for a club that's, you know, that teaches you, you know, the values of football, teaches you how to play better football, you know, he developed with Real Madrid and that, that same thing could have happened to the left had he joined a club like Real Madrid, I guess. But like I said, choices and choices and choices and, you know, a club like Bayern make, maybe it could help him. I think it will. Um, I think it's a good move for him. I think it's a good move for him. Yeah. But he's competing I mean, yeah, with a lot of good center backs there. Lucas Hernandez, Upamecano, who's been awesome this World Cup. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be competing for Luke, with Lucas Hernandez. Dude, Lucas Hernandez was rumored to have wanted to retire after that last injury, and but his mom convinced him not to. Because he, he got injured with, uh, with, the, with France. Yeah. He's probably not going to play again in the World Cup. I don't even know when he's, he's, he's going to come back. So, you know, Lucas Hernandez is not much of a competition because that man is unfortunately as amazing as he is. He's pretty much always injured, which sucks. Yeah, fantastic player. Yeah, fantastic player. Um, um, yeah. So moving on to Group B, England, Iran, U.S. and Wales. Wales, Wales. I had them getting out of the group. Very disappointing to see. They just, they just sat back a little too much. They played it too safe, which is the opposite of the U.S. national who has not played it. Not played it. England wiped England, the floor with Iran the first game, first and a lot of people were like, oh, it's, it's Iran team, it sucks, and then Iran and goes in Wales after a red card to Wayne Hennessy. Just, you know, a really interesting group, a lot can happen. Wales can still advance with a win. There's just a lot of stuff going on here, and... Yeah, it's a great group. It's a great. To group. me, it was my group to of me, death. It was my group of I death. think the fact I that nobody's flinched yet is testament to that. Especially because I ran after losing ran after two losing to England, beats Wales. Any thoughts about that? Any England, about that Iran, Iran game or the US Wales game from that day one? I just I hate it when teams sit back too much, especially in the World Cup, like. You've done the impossible, and you have, as a, a as a country like Wales, you've advanced to the World Cup. Why are you sitting back? Nineteen fifty-eight was the last time they were at the World Cup. Yeah, just just don't sit back. You have you know decent enough uh, attacking force. You have Daniel James, and you have um, the goat Gareth Bale. So you you shouldn't sit 
that much back. Like, I'm not telling you to attack with fucking 10 players, but just don't sit back like a little bitch. And the result is they conceded two goals in like 10 minutes. It sucked. It, it really sucks. Like, I'm glad that they can still advance, but it's still very, very tough. Almost impossible. I... Almost impossible. Yeah, because they play the U.S., right? No, no, they no, don't they play, they play, England. play England. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically impossible for them to beat England. I hope they do. Well, but I'm going to be rooting for them. And, but Yeah, me too. Yeah, me and, you know, part of my problem with it is, like, and it's the same thing that happened today in Portugal, today Uruguay. In Portugal, Uruguay. These teams go down one nothing, down one nothing, and they're like, "Oh shit, we need a goal!" And then they just—it's fluid attacking football. They're pressing, they're pressing, they're pressing. And then you watch, and you're like, "If you did this for ninety minutes, it would be completely different." And I'm not saying you know press hard for ninety minutes, but you know, like Uruguay today was attacking with two guys. Wales against the U.S. was attacking with Gareth Bale and Daniel James. That was it. You're going 2v4, 2v5, 2v3, whatever it is. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Wales could be in a different situation if they didn't sit back. They played for a draw against the U.S. They played for a draw against Iran. You have to win at least one game to advance. That's bottom line. That's bottom line. And the U.S., if they don't win against Iran, guess what? They don't advance. They don't advance. They go, they've they tied go, three they've times, three but that's times, not enough to advance. You have to win a game. Oh, just don't be cowards. It's not, it's not rocket science. Just don't be cowards. Um, and, and the thing is, like, if, you, if your manager is telling you to play like a coward, which is, you know, which is what Uruguay did, did what, it's what Mexico did, it's what, a lot of teams, like Wales did, um, you start to play like a coward. You, it, it, your mindset changes from, I want to beat this team to, I want to, I want to get a draw. I just, okay, so I'm, I'm losing. So I don't want to, I don't want to lose by a large margin. I want to save face. And that's not how football should work. You should, you should go into that pitch thinking to yourself, I want to win. Like, so what's his name? Um, Eto. Eto said before the before the World Cup started that he will watch Cameroon play the World Cup. He thought to himself, "I'm I am my my national team is going to the World Cup." And although the Cameroon lost in the first game and they drew in the second game, they don't play like cowards. They actually deserve to win both games. And today against Serbia, no, not Serbia. No, not. Yes, not Serbia. Korea. Yeah, not against Korea. Serbia. I don't no, know. No, no, against Serbia. Know. No, no, Cameroon played Serbia. Um, yeah, they were like 3 1 down and they turned it around to 3 3, right? So that's what happens when, you know, you go into a game with a mindset of, I want to fucking win, right? I don't want to sit back. I don't want to play like a pussy. I want to play like a man. I want to, I want to beat that team. Yes, I'm 3-1 three, I'm three, one down. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fucking attack. Mm-hmm. But the problem with these teams is they just they go into the game with a mindset of I don't want to lose. Yeah. 
And yeah. I don't want to lose. It's not the same as I want to win. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, you know the last yeah. part about Group B that I even want to talk about is, you know, we see that with you know, Iran. That with Iran. They lose 6-2 to England, an absolute thrashing. And then they beat Wales 2-0, and they're looking at, as long as they tie the U.S., they are going through. Um, And so, you know, Group B, Wales plays England, U.S. plays Iran. The only thing that matters is U.S. versus Iran. U.S. has to win. Do you think the United States wins tomorrow? Could you repeat that? Uh, do you think the U.S. Uh, wins the against, US Iran? against Iran? Yes, I think they'll win. But I also, I'm 100% sure it's going to be probably one of the best games in the tournament tomorrow. I am expecting a brutal, brutal game from both uh, sides. It's going to be chippy. It's going to be chippy. Yeah, and it's just... It's not going to be a one-sided game. No. It's just it will never be a one-sided game. It's going to be back and forth and I if I have no no idea who will have the upper hand. I'm just I'm guessing it's going to be going to be the US. I predict it's going to be the US, but it's only a prediction because I've seen the US play and they they're they're pretty decent national team, but you just with a game like this you just you never really know. You can just guess and you know throw your hands in the air and say mm-hmm. well it, it is what it is so on a group c so on a group c argentina poland argentina poland saudi saudi mexico mexico match day 1 we get a massive one, get a massive upset saudi upset. defeats saudi defeats. argentina argentina poland mexico poland, play mexico, to a nil nil draw nil nil draw match day 2 poland day beats two, saudi argentina saudi, mexico, mexico. Mexico. Really interesting really dynamic. Interesting dynamic. Pretty much every team much can every team go through. Can go through. Just certain. Yeah, I mean that's that. That. yeah. That first match day. Um, amazing. Saudi versus Argentina. Um, dude, I I love that game so much because. The level of intensity that the Saudi players were playing playing at it was it was just so refreshing to see because they were not playing like the underdogs. Um, they were playing like a, a, a they were playing like a big team. They were playing like a vicious team that actually wants to win. Um, I don't know if you saw that video of their manager uh, talking to them I at did. halftime. I did. Yeah, that he told them you want to take selfies with Messi. You want to keep watching Messi as he runs through our defense. Go ahead, dude. Like if if my manager tells me that I'm such a fucking pussy that I don't even want to press a prayer like Messi, I'm gonna go into that second half thinking to myself, I'm gonna break Messi's legs. Um, and that's exactly what they did. They they went in. They were they were vicious. They were strong. They um. They dominated that game, um, and they got a very deserved win. I didn't think that Argentina played well at all. I didn't even think they deserved that, that first goal because, for me, that penalty was a bo- but was bogus. Um, and they got two beautiful goals, especially that second goal. That was a screamer. Uh-huh. Um, one of the best goals in the tournament. And yeah, I I really like I really love that game. That group, it could go. 
whichever way possible. Really, yeah. um, they could all end on three. Points, they could all end on three points, except for the Argentina Poland game. game. If they draw, I think Argentina Poland both go through unless Saudi wins. Yeah, so I just I <laughs> I'm hoping that Poland wins, um, but yeah, I it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because uh, match day three we don't know like most of the groups we don't know how they're gonna shape up yeah uh, yeah this far we only know that France and Portugal are going through just 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 these two as far as I know um, the rest. Could go, uh, could go, either way. Yeah, and I didn't get yeah, to watch the Argentina Saudi game. Looking at the looking advanced, at the metrics, advanced you know. metrics, Saudi scored Saudi two scored goals from three shots, only three two, shots, on frame, two on frame. Two on frame. 0.15 0. x to two, to like a two nine x g to win two one to win two one. Honestly, like honestly, like that's God's work. That's God's work. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you know what I'm saying. Like. That doesn't happen. Often. That doesn't happen. Often. Um, Wait, did, what was their XG? It was point one five for Saudi. For Saudi. That's so weird. Because I, wait, what was Argentina's? I saw like a two something. I can look it up right now. I can look it up right now. Dude, what? I'll look it up. Well, That's ridiculous. we have to realize the penalty point seven five. That plays into it. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Play. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, so you know, Mexico so, Poland you know, played Mexico to a nil nil draw. Why I look this up? Why I look this up? That game was quite oh, boring. Man. I don't even remember it. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, do you have any thoughts on that game or no? Um, just that Lewandowski should have stepped up and scored okay. that penalty, but okay. yeah, he pussied it out. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, he didn't. He didn't take. Oh, he didn't. He didn't take. No, I don't he remember. missed it. That's why he was a pussy. Jesus. So here's the XG. 2.29 so 2. 2. 2.16. And when I look at the XG Wait, map, uh, the goals that scored were a point zero six and a point zero five. Hmm. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Um, and then we get to match day two. Argentina beats Mexico. Argentina Mexico, Mexico completely Mexico toothless. toothless. Their Tata Martino Tata or Martinez or whatever the hell his name is. He doesn't even deserve for me to know his name. Doesn't even take Carlos Bay. Doesn't take Chicharito. How do you expect to win when you don't take goal scorers? Which it actually was a pretty for a while. I mean, if you get a play like a pussy, it's going to work for a while, but it's very unsustainable. Yeah. The problem is that Mexico did not play to win. They didn't even play for a draw. They played... They didn't really care about anything, really. Their manager, he, he, a lot of key key players, he kept them on the, on the bench because he just wanted... Um, he, didn't, he wanted to play on the counters, but the problem is he only had two players up front. Mm-hmm. Um... So, to you know, to to depend on two attackers that ha- have no assistance whatsoever is ridiculous. And if you're gonna spend the whole game just defending, you're bound to concede. And I'll just say it: the, the two goals were for me were so bogus because I thought Ochoa could have 
could have saved them, especially that first goal. But yeah, Mexico played like shit. They played like shit against Bol- Poland. They played like shit against Argentina. It has zero expectations for them in this World Cup, and they managed to prove me right. Um, and yet, still, they can make it through somehow. Um, but yeah, I don't. Th- I don't really think it's gonna happen. Yeah, because I um because I hope I don't only predict it. I hope that Saudi smashes them. Because I think Saudi should uh, deserve to go through. I would love to see them go through. I would love to see them go through. Just an Asian team, make just an Asian round team, of sixteen, round of sixteen. Yeah, right there, right now, right, right by Cutter. You know, right we all know Cutter wasn't. We all know Cutter was um, Especially because you know this group was kind of always up for grabs. Always up for grabs. Um, I thought the Mexico team was going to play better. They've just been completely toothless. And you know. Uh, and, so, you know, who do you think uh, who do you think he's going to go through? Saudi and Saudi or Mexico and or Mexico or, and or. I think God. I think slash hoping that Mexico, uh, Poland, and Saudi Arabia will make them make it through. I'm hoping it's Poland, Saudi Arabia. It might end up being Poland, Argentina. Poland, Argentina. I think that's what. I think that's what. That's what the tournament would want. Like you know, FIFA. They'd be like, "This is what we want. This is what we want." But I realistically think it's probably going to think it's probably Argentina. Argentina. Sad to say. And the thing is, like, if Argentina make it through uh, in the uh, as uh, in this, as a sec as second in the group, they actually get easier opponents, which actually sucks. Yeah, well, yeah. fucking sucks. Who would they play? Who would they play? I don't know. I'm not. E- I don't even want to look at the bracket. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to look at the bracket. So then, Group D. So then, Group. D, you know, it was pretty clear you know, with who were the two best teams here. The two best teams, but one team but massively underperformed. Massively France. France, Denmark, France, beats Tunisia or Australia. They beat Australia. They beat Tunisia. Tied Tunisia. Tied and match they won. And match they won. And France, and France. I think they're already the number one seed in their group. Seed in their group. Um. And and Australia right now in the second seed. Do you have any thoughts about this group any thoughts in general? Group or like, in general? to me, this group like, is kind of like this not even kind of really like a talking point, point. Other, than other than Denmark versus Australia, Denmark versus Australia in a couple days. In a couple days. Um, so I don't know if you watch Tunisia, but honestly, they deserve better. They deserve so much better. Um, like, I thought they should have won both games that they played, but unfortunately it didn't happen. Um, which you know tends, to, which you know, like we said before, it's it just it tends to happen with uh, African national teams. They tend to play really well, but they don't just they don't finish the job. Um, and but yeah, I think I would have loved for Tunisia to go through, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't even know if they can. Honestly, I don't remember how that. The group is shaping up right now. I'm guessing that they do have a chance somehow, but they'd have to beat. I don't know. France and then, and then um, uh, they'd have to they'd have, have to Australia have and Denmark tie. Denmark, and then I guess goal differential would have to come into play. 
Yeah, so they're not <laughs> not going through. Um, like, but yeah, like- yeah. But honestly, I I enjoyed how they played in this tournament. I think they were really good. Um, they they were really good, they were really good this tournament. But you know, um, I'm I'm hoping that African teams will finally learn how to finish their chances because honestly, that's all they're lacking right now to be world class and actually actually compete for the tournament instead of you know being acting like fodder in the tournament yeah um yeah and so moving on to group e germany spain germany Rica. germany gets upset spain does the obliterates costa rica seven nothing and then match day two costa rica beats japan giving germany a lifeline germany lifeline and then Germany ties Spain in a fantastic game. Might have been the best game of the tournament. Might have been the best game of the tournament. Yeah, I honestly, I'm not surprised. Like I would, I would, I would love to say I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. It's the same thing that happened to Saudi Arabia. They beat Argentina and then they lost to Poland. Um, Japan beat Germany. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't even watch that game. I don't. Rem- I think I was working at the time, so I didn't have the time I tuned to watch into that it. Game. It was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, he unfortunately did not watch it. Um, I wish I have, but you know. Um. Yeah, I I was glad to see that you know the underdogs winning. I thought. I think Japan have a really good team, so they, I would, I, I liked that they won that game and made that group, um, competitive. I didn't think that group would be, <laughs> would be competitive at all. I thought that Germany and Spain would dominate, but you know, it's it didn't happen. And for the game, with um, for the uh, Germany for this for this Spain game. I also didn't watch it, but you know, I um I don't think it was a very fun game to watch from the stats that I've seen, but you know, I could be wrong. But, you know, the way this this group is shaping up, it's it's also going to be very complicated for Germany, not for Spain. Uh, because Germany still haven't won a game. Um Everyone in the group won a game except for Germany, which is insane. Um, and yeah, Germany just have I to guess beat Costa Rica, we'll and then just hope that just hope that Spain beats Japan. Hope that Spain beats Ger- uh, Japan, and that's real, yeah. which uh, I believe is very likely. I believe is very likely. I have no, honestly, I have no idea. Japan might do it. Who knows? I, I, you know, two big teams in I, a row. I, Japan had the. Japan had the. It was all in their own hand. It was all in their own. All hand. they had to do was just all not lose the Costa Rica. Not lose the Costa Rica. And they lose one nil. And I missed that one nil. I missed that game here. So it wasn't really something that I was wanted to get up in the morning for. Um, speaking on the Germany Spain game, it was actually a very back and forth game. Um, it was very unlike. Spain, in a sense, of like they were, especially at the end when when Germany were pushing for a goal. There was a lot of chances. There was a lot of chances. You know, two heavyweights going at it. Two heavyweights going. And you know, in my opinion, they were just going punch for punch. You know, 
uh, counterattack uh, for Germany. Bain get control. They make a move. It doesn't work out. Musiala has a one-on-one. Botches it. Full Craig finishes it in the 84th minute, I think. Fourth minute, I think. Beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. It was just. It was a good match to watch. It was, just, um, it was a good match to watch. Um, maybe I, I was just into it because I, 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 I like Spain. I like Germany. I but like Spain, I, I, like I enjoyed the match. I, I, um. So do you. You. So who do you have you, going through from who Group do you E? Have going through from Group E. Honestly, um, Spain and Japan. Spain and Japan. Spain and Japan. Okay. Mm. Okay. So you think Japan's a point so off? A point off. Spain. You think they? Draw one yeah. one. Draw one one. I don't even think that Germany are going to be Costa Rica. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, I have Germany and Spain going through. I think Spain beat Japan. Um, and then I think Germany will beat Costa Rica. Um, moving on to Group F. To me, another group of death. This is probably the actual group of death because you have an overrated Belgium. You have an overrated. You have a. A Croatia that honestly we don't really know a lot about. An underrated Morocco and an underrated Canadian team. And the Canadian team has to be the unluckiest team of the They lose the Belgium one nothing after Alfonso Davies misses a pen. They go up one nothing on Croatia and then get smacked four to one. And then Morocco beat and then Belgium two nothing after tying Croatia one nil. It's quite clear who are the top two teams in this group. Uh, so I didn't really watch the can the um, Canada versus Croatia game, <laughs> but for the uh, for the Canadian national team coach to come out and say that they're gonna fuck Croatia, that was very very bad. First of all, no. Second of all, um, you're just putting unnecessary pl- pressure on players that basically have no World Cup. Com- not basically, they do not have any. World Cup experience at all, and they're playing against a team, a national team that <laughs> that came second in the World Cup last year. So you're putting unnecessary pressure on very young players who basically have no experience at all. Second of all, um, second of all, I <laughs> like I said, I didn't, I didn't watch that game, but. You know what did they win? I think they won like four one, right? Um, yeah. So they got fucked. Yeah. The, the the Canadian national team was the one that got fucked. So can can Canada go through? No, they're think, eliminated. Right? They're one no, of the two eliminated. teams that have been eliminated. They're one of the two teams that have been eliminated. Um. Actually, more teams. So Croatia. So, um. Morocco on four are on four points, right? They drew the first yeah. They game. drew Croatia. No. Yeah, they drew Croatia. No. Okay, so basically for that group, it's just it's Croatia and Morocco. Yeah, unless Belgium um, win. Yeah, Belgium can Belgium win. win. They Belgium can go through. Win. They can go through. Hmm. Wait, who do who do Belgium play? Croatia. Croatia. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good game. Um, that's gonna be a good game. Yeah, but honestly, like. The Moroccan national team, I, I told you on this podcast, do not sleep in Morocco. And god damn, they are so good. And I honestly, I wish that they would go through. I am, 
I hope that Croatia and Morocco will go through. Because I just, I don't want teams like Belgium, and I don't want teams like Uruguay or Mexico in the knockout stages. I don't think these teams deserve to be there. Yeah. Um, because yeah. they don't play good football. And, like, the Belgian national team doesn't even want to no, be here. No, they don't. <laughs> Let's be honest. They don't, these players do not want to be here. Um, so they might as well just go home. Yeah, and Croatia's been really yeah, impressive Croatia's too. Croatia's been really impressive um, too. The um, Canadian team's actually a lot better. The Canadian than team's actually a lot better. People are giving them credit for. People are giving them credit but for. The this Croatian but team. The, this Croatian if team. If they went back to the final, back to the I would final, not be surprised at all. Surprised they, at could all. they could easily go back to the finals. Go back to the finals. and it would just be on the back of Luka Modric. It would just be on the back of second time. time for a second time, and it would. I wouldn't and surprise would, me at all. I wouldn't and, surprise you know, me at all. And, this Belgium team, you know, we can talk about Belgium all the team, drama that comes with them. Kevin De Bruyne says, we're Kevin too De old to win the World Cup. We're too old to win the what World kind of Cup. shitty mentality is what that? Shitty mentality and then your teammates are coming out and your teammates are coming saying stuff to you. They're fighting in the locker room. They're fighting in the locker room. This team was never going to go This team was never going to go Yeah, I mean, they... There's no harmony. They, they they got personal private issues between Courtois and De Bruyne, for example. Um, Eden Hazard, De Bruyne, and Vertonghen are all fighting. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's bad. It's it's, it's 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 there's no unity. The last chance that Belgium had to win the World Cup was in 2018, and that's dead. Um, there were supposed to be the Belgian golden age but um they disappointed and and yeah they're just they're not they're not good i i, I actually agree with kevin de bruyne they're too old but saying it publicly not the best move. no it's, it's um, very no, not intelligent it's very it's not intelligent you know way to make your team you know, feel way good to make your team um, good. um <laughs> So, who do you believe so, goes through that who group? Do you believe goes through that group. Um. Wait, just Morocco and Croatia. Like I yeah, said, yeah, I agree. I think Morocco yeah, and Croatia go through. I think Croatia. I think just play for a draw. Just play go through, and I think Morocco might even top this group. Might even top this Canadian team. They're already out. Who knows what the coach is going to do? He might, you know. They're already might, eliminated. You know, he might already Alfonso, he might, he's all those other guys, and you know, all those other some of these guys, guys, it might be the only World Cup ever. So, like, give him a chance to play. You know, I don't know. Give him a chance to play. If I was a coach, if I was, we were already eliminated. I would play all my bench players. I would play all my. I'd be like, look, go start. And actually, I do want to mention. Actually, I do. Actually, no, we'll get there. So on to Group G: Cameroon, Serbia. Brazil, Switzerland. Brazil, Switzerland. It's it's it's, it's a tough group, and it's, Serbia it's kind group. of finds himself kind of finds on the outside looking in at two bad results. Um, Switzerland loses today to Brazil, one nil after beating Cameroon, one nil. And you know Switzerland, and you know Switzerland can go through. Serbia actually go through. Still has a chance to go through. And so does Cameroon because so does Cameroon. If they all win, if they now we're just looking at 
Who lost to Brazil the worst? Who lost to Brazil the worst? Um, yeah, it's the, the, um, Brazil played two good games. They don't, they dominated both yeah. games. Um, yeah. they are the team that honestly in this entire tournament, I think Brazil and France are the ones that, you know, really deserve to advance the most. Have looked the best for um, sure. Have looked the best for sure. Yeah. Um, so honestly, like whoever whoever advances with Brazil, Brazil, it doesn't matter because it, there's just there's no competition, right? There's just no competition. Whoever advances with Brazil doesn't matter. Um, the other teams have looked very inferior to to Brazil, but I will say I would like to see Cameroon advance with Brazil. Yeah, after their game today. Yeah, after their game I was, today. I really like them, and I, if they get the really draw, like them, and if they get, the I think as long as Serbia beat, as long as Serbia beat Switzerland, they'll go through. Um, I do think Switzerland, through. Will, probably do think Switzerland will probably end up going through. Switzerland will probably end up just because they look good, solid, solid look in that group. Um, that group. Holding Brazil to one goal, really that Vinicius goal probably should have counted if Richarlison could stay on side, but. Brazil is kind of coasting. Brazil is kind of they're coasting. breaking down teams. They're, just they're really breaking down finishing teams. that well. Finishing that well. Who do you think goes through from Group yeah. G? Who do you think goes through from Group G? Other than Brazil. Other than Brazil. Cameroon. Okay. Cameroon. Okay. Brazil doesn't have anything to play for. They're Brazil doesn't have anything to play for. They're I don't even. I, I think. I don't even. I, I think Cameroon. If they beat Cameroon, them, I think they, they beat them, can have I six points. Though can have six points. I think though. Brazil's goal differential is still going to be the best. Still going to be the best. I think Brazil's already topped the group. Not like Brazil's already statistically speaking, like, but, I'm sure speaking but I'm pretty sure they've already topped. But I'm pretty sure they've already topped. Any other thoughts on Group G? Any other thoughts on Group G? Nope. Serbia has been very bad, by the way. Serbia has been very Just, bad, by the way. Just. Yeah, I, dude, I expected um, Serbia to advance with Brazil, but they've looked. Switzerland's terrible. looked good, though. Switzerland's but I expected good, them to look But I expected them to uh, They played Brazil very well today. They played Brazil very um, well today. Brazil started getting chances. Brazil started getting Switzerland chances. started to expand a little Switzerland bit. Started, started leaving a little too much space for guys like Vinicius. And that's what hurt him in the long Vinicius has been fantastic. This point, by the way. Been fantastic. I figured after we go through the groups, we get the Real Madrid players. Under the last group, Group H, South Korea, Ghana, Portugal. I would have loved for Vinicius to have. Yeah, me too. I wish that goal would have stood today. Yeah, to Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, South Korea. Portugal's already through. Beat Uruguay today, two 0 don't really want to talk about the penalty that I didn't think I didn't uh, think it was a penalty. Um, this group's actually been pretty entertaining for the second spot. A lot, of, even the groups that have had a clear favorite, the second spot has been really entertaining, and it could really go to any of Ghana, South Korea, Uruguay, Ghana, South Korea, Uruguay. Your voice was loud. Sorry. So Are you. Can you yeah, hear I can hear you. So, um, so I was just talking yeah, about Group H. Al. So I was just talking about Portugal group has looked the best, but Portugal has South Korea, the best, Ghana, and Uruguay. 
South Korea could Ghana, all fight for that second spot, mathematically speaking. Mathematically speaking. Uh, I, um, I think that Portugal have looked good, but they could have looked better. They don't really have a good coach. That's just a fact. Um, but they have advanced, and that's I guess that's what that's what matters. Um, but whoever advances with Portugal, um. I think I think Ghana have looked the best out of all the teams in that mm-hmm. group. Uh not not all the teams. Uh all the teams except Portugal. 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 Which, you know, honestly <laughs> haven't looked that good either. Um but yeah, I think Ghana have the best chances of um going through with Portugal. And I, I actually I hope that Ghana does yeah, and Ghana plays Uruguay. Yeah, Ghana um, plays South Korea has been really um, underwhelming. South Korea's been really you know, Hong Ming Sun has you been Hong Ming Sun has been not good to say not good and, to say and he's supposed to be one of the best players in the world. He's supposed to be one of the best players in the world. And he just hasn't really looked that good. And he um, just hasn't really looked that good. And that is kind of giving Ghana a shot. And that is kind Ghana of beat Ghana South Korea Ghana, today. Ghana Uruguay tied Ghana. South Korea. Uruguay and that second Korea. spot is pretty much going to come down to whoever wins the Uruguay South Korea game or Ghana game on Friday. And so you think Ghana is going to win? I'll just go out and win. Uruguay is going to win. I'll just go out and I have faith in him. Uruguay's problem is their strikers just aren't good enough. They're not mobile enough. Good enough. And you know, I hate to say it, but the system they used today worked better. But if they went for a front two of for a front two of Maxi Gomez, Darwin Nunez, I think that would work a little bit better than Edison Cavani and. I think Suarez at this point in their career. Suarez at this point in their career. Honestly, I don't think Uruguay can do anything to stop Ghana. If I'm being perfectly honest. I think I think it's a guaranteed W for Ghana. <laughs> at least I'm hoping so. Okay. Um. So now that we're done going um, through the groups so and who we think's gonna go through, who we think's gonna um, go through. Real Madrid play. Real Madrid play. What are your thoughts on? What are I'm just gonna start from today, Millie Tao. I'm just gonna start from today, Millie Tao. I mean, he started his first game today against uh, a team that's skipping my mind. Switzerland. Yeah, against against Switzerland. Uh, and I thought I thought he was really good. He played at right back. He, my opinion, in my opinion, he played better than Danilo. Um, ever good. Yeah. And yeah, just one game, but he did play great. Yeah, I thought Millie Tower was awesome today. Yeah, I thought I thought was awesome I do today. think he's the best center back on the do think he's the Brazilian team at this point in time, and I think he kind of proved that today in a championship, right? And you know, he's pretty good going forward. He plays good balls. He inverted himself today, like Danilo does, and that's why Danilo. I thought he was awesome today. He will continue to play through the rest of the group stage, and well deserved for him. And well deserved for him. Vinicius Rodrigo. Rodrigo has really played that much. I have not much of an opinion on him, but he came on to start the second half today, and I thought he was very good. I thought he was very good. And Vinicius 
would be in my team of the tournament would be in my at left wing if it wasn't for Killian Mbappe. To me, he's been the second best left wing at the World Cup. The second best left wing. Your thoughts on Vinicius and Rodrigo? Your thoughts on Vinicius and Rodrigo? I think both of them are were really good. Um, Rodrigo got the assist today. Um, Vinicius what got a goal and then uh, pre-assist. I mean, when Neymar is not playing for uh, for Brazil, um, Vinicius is that guy. I think if you want, um, I think if you're not playing with Neymar, you should play with you should have played with Rodrigo, not Fred. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, I think they're both crucial for uh, for Brazil, and I think they demonstrated that today. Um, they Vinicius. He's been one of the best players in the tournament, um, and that's his first World Cup. And it's honestly, it's been a great start for him. And you know, Uruguay also played today. And, you know, Uruguay star boy Fede Valverde, star boy probably Fede in my opinion, been the probably best player for been the best Uruguay for this World Cup. And he's been Uruguay very good. He won man of the match in his first match. Um, today, obviously, that probably went to um, Bruno today, Fernandez because of his two goals. And you know. Fede's been good. And, you know, uh, he's, been been shooting, good. he's been shooting, been doing uh, everything. Shooting, he's kind of their creative outlet. He's kind of their creative outlet. He kind of plays outlet. like the 10 for them. And he kind of plays he's like the 10 been for that them. Guy. And he has been for he's a while, even when he wasn't starting at Real Madrid. Been for a while, even when he wasn't starting at Real Madrid. Yeah, I mean, Fede's been, yeah, he's been their best player. Honestly, I would go as far as saying that he's been their only good player this tournament. Um... That shot against Korea, um, that would have been an an amazing goal. I I wish that went in. Would have been probably goal of the tournament. Um, but you know, unfortunately, he did not. And yeah, he's been like, if 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 Uruguay have any chance of going through, it's it will be because Fedival already had a masterclass, which is what I'm expecting from them. Beyond that, we had beyond that we, we have a couple had, players that have been playing on the same we have day. A couple players Rudiger with Germany, Hazard with Courtois with Hazard and Asensio and Carvajal with Spain and then Modric with Croatia. We can start with we can Rudiger start from Germany because we talked about him earlier. Rudiger from Germany he's been pretty solid, I think, this whole World Cup. He's been pretty solid, I think, this whole World Cup. Uh, I mean, Rudiger had... Rudiger made 10 tackles in this um, competition so far, in the World Cup so far, and he's had a 100% success rate. Every tackle that he's made has been successful. So, yeah, he's been having an amazing tournament. He's been playing awesome. And, yeah, like the discussions that we've had multiple times, I think that he should start for us because he is the... He's an amazing center back. He's one of the best in the world. Um, and he did exactly that in the World Cup. He dominated. He scored a beautiful header against Spain that he was scored a called off sides. Which Spain that was correct call, but you know it's something I'd like call, to see at our club a lot more. Um, and going to the other solo player, going to the other Luka Modric, 
probably Luka been Rogers. the best midfielder at the tournament from what I've seen. Just, you know, this guy doesn't stop. He's 37 years yeah, old, and he's still arguably the best old. midfielder in the world. He's still arguably the best midfielder in the world. I mean, Luka Modric is like fine wine. He just he gets better and better with age. Um, I I'll be honest. I didn't really watch Croatia this tournament at all. But Luka Modric being Luka Modric, you can tell me that he um he had a goaded performance. He had a ten out of ten performance, and dude, I would assume that. Every game Modric plays, even with his team loses, that he's played an amazing game because he's just, he's that type of player. Um, he's just he's not slowing down, and um, yeah, he is one of the best players in the world, if not the best, even at his age. And especially yeah. when the shit, the light shine the brightest. Especially when the shit, the Luca light always the shows up. He's been dictating play as a thirty-seven-year-old play for that Croatian team. It's just incredible. That Croatian, especially when you have incredible. Solid players in midfield. It's something solid players. You know, the Slavic countries do well as they Slavic do well at developing do well at developing midfielders. And you know, you can look throughout their history with you just the short history, Rakitic, Kovacic, the short Brozovic, SMS, Slavic as well. They just do a very good job at developing midfielders and Luca's just the epitome of that. Luca's just the epitome. Moving to Belgium. We have Moving Eden Hazard and Thibaut Courtois. And I think Courtois has been awesome. I think one of the best boys in the tournament, probably short of like Jan Sommer or Bonu. So top three. And then Hazard, I wasn't that impressed with him in game one. A lot of Real Madrid fans were raving about him. I wasn't much of a fan. But, you know, against but, the second you know, game against Morocco, he was just game a no-show along with Kevin De Bruyne. A no-show along with Kevin De Bruyne. I can't really say about much about Belgium's first game because I didn't watch it. Um, but, you know, Hazard being disappointing is nothing new. Um, he's just... He's not the same player anymore, and I think he knows it. Um and yeah, I it's sad, but that's reality that he reality that he needs to deal with. And Belgium in general are just not good at all. Uh and that probably doesn't help him because he's an attacker, so he he has to have good players around him for him to look at at look his best, but that's not the case. And in yeah. those comments he made were really um, nice. Courtois, and those apologizing to Madridistas everywhere. Yeah, you know, it's nice to know that. Yeah, just you know, it's nice you know we didn't get that, that with Gareth Bale, who really know, didn't care. And honestly, Bale, we don't. Really he doesn't care, have to honestly. do that kind of stuff. We don't. He doesn't. It's not you know. It's not necessarily his. All. It's not, you know, it's not. But it was nice to see all. that he still cares. It was nice he apologizes to us. Like he It's really. It was actually really sad to watch. It's really. It was actually really sad to watch. Yeah, it's just. It's really hard not to sympathize. It's really, really hard. If he, even if you hate Eden Hazard to your guts, it's absolutely impossible not to sympathize because. He 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 did everything he could to stay fit. It just didn't happen, and then he got that nasty injury, um, and it just kept happening until you know his body gave out, and just he he couldn't be that same player anymore. Um, 
and you know, it's just it's it's just it's just really sad and yeah um yeah and that apology now go. is definitely now go. yeah that about apology is definitely something that we needed to hear um but but yeah i just i i, I wish it could have been it, it meant a lot to me yeah. i don't even it meant a lot to me i've i've accepted that that was a lost cause i've accepted since that season that one you know but it still meant a lot to me that he still it still meant a lot to me that um on to Spain, um, Asensio, Danny Carvajal. Asensio looks like he's the starting nine for Spain. Starting what? And he's actually been arguably their best player. He was awesome against Germany. He was awesome against Germany. Everywhere linking up play. Everywhere linking up play. I'm kind of hopeful that maybe we can get a fee for him because of it. And Danny Carvajal only played one game. And, you know, Danny, typical performance by him. He was solid against Germany. He was solid against Germany. Any thoughts about Asensio? Any thoughts about Asensio? Oh, man. See, thing is, like, I know he's been playing well, but he's he's only. I think he's only good in that number nine position in Enrique's system. I think Enrique's system fits him the best, which is why, which I guess is why Barcelona might be interested in him, um, and why Pedri implied that he would be happy to have Asensio in Barcelona, and which is why. Asensio himself has implied that he has no problem going to Barcelona. Um, I do not only want a fee for him. I, dude, I would be okay with, Bar- with Asensio sitting on the bench for the rest of the season just because of these comments. Um, you don't play for Real Madrid and openly say that you're okay with playing for Barcelona. I don't care if you have to lie. You, ha- you don't say that shit. I don't care what his, mo- what his motives are. I don't care if he's saying it because he wants a new contract. And wants to press us or whatever. You just don't do that shit when you're playing for Real Madrid. And if you do, you need to get punished. Um, his performance is good, but yeah, you just. I don't really have any good things to say about Asensio, honestly. Uh, Carvajal, amazing as always. Um, finally happy that he's getting shot with the national team because he's been so unlucky. Always. Um, Always. Yeah, he couldn't play in the last World Cup. And yeah, it's honestly just painful. It was really painful to see. He couldn't play in the Euros. He got he always got injured and, and always missed these tournaments. And I'm just happy that he finally got a chance to play with the national team. And I think last but not least, if I'm not missing and, anyone, and it's just many with France. Correct me if I'm missing someone. Um, but correct me if I'm missing. From my understanding, but I've watched France both games. And honestly, I didn't notice him as much as certain players. But from what I've read, the advanced metrics that I've seen, he's been performing quite well with France. He's been performing quite well with France. Yeah, people are saying that he's the best midfielder in the whole tournament. Um, he's been really impeccable when it comes to. Uh, Francis yeah, Bilder. That's what he's good at. Um, yeah. He's that's been what he's good at. Yeah, he's honestly one of the best midfielders in the world right now. Probably the best DM. And and yeah, just 
a gem, and he's been really important for for France. You cannot replace Chilo Manny with any other player mm-hmm. for France right now. He's just unplayable. Which you know brings us to another player, which is Kamavinga, who is actually going to play at left back for France in the next in their next game. So that so we will have okay. that to look forward cool. to. I did not okay. know that. I know that they said that he was. They felt that he could play as a backup. They felt that he could play as a backup. Any other talking points um, that you want to touch on? There's points? one more thing I want to touch on, but that I kind of want to see. There's first. one more thing I want to touch on, but I kind of want to see. It. Um, any talking points? Okay, not so really. I think I. Said I just okay. wanted so to get if you put together a team of the tournament right now. Team of the tournament. You know, obviously we're not done, but. You know, with what we've seen done, to this point, with what we've seen, nah, who would you have in your team in the tournament? If you want, I can give you mine first. While you think about, if you want, I can give you mine first. While you think about. So okay. I wrote it down. So I was thinking about it. Um, so I wrote it down. So I did want to. I did write special shout outs. I wrote stinkers as well. Um, for stinkers, I wrote delict, Son, Davis, just Belgium and Wales. To me, just Belgium. Stinkers of the tournament. We expect a lot more of those guys. We expect a lot more of those guys, and you know it wasn't, and you know it wasn't what we expected. It wasn't what we expected. And then I want to give a special shout out to Asensio, and then I want to give Adrian, a special shout out Musiala, Pulisic, Musiala, Sumer, Pulisic, Kramaric, Sumer, Courtois, and Buchanan. Kramaric, I think Buchanan Kramaric, has been awesome for Canada. Yeah, I was awesome very um, surprised by him. Yeah, and the midfielder, I forgot his name. It's like S T U P. It's a different last name. Yeah, like that from Canada. Um, yes, something like that from. He's been good as well. I know you're talking about. He's been good as well for Ecuador. I know you're talking about. He's been good but, as well for Ecuador. So my starting um, eleven, I went with but, a four-four-two. So I went with a. In net, I picked Bonu because he's been awesome for Morocco. At right back, I picked Hakimi. He's been at awesome. Right back, I at center back, awesome. I picked Reem and Garvadol, or however you say his last name, the Croatian Garvedul, left center back. Say his last name, he's been awesome. Uh, Reem from the U.S. Been awesome. has been awesome. Uh, Reem from the U.S. Teo was awesome. awesome against Denmark. Awesome so I have him at my Denmark. left back. So I have In midfield, I have Luka Modric and Tyler Adams. I think Tyler Adams has been the most important player for the U.S. national team. At right wing, I have Torres. At left wing, I have Mbappe. At striker, I have Gakpo. And then I also have Enner Valencia. To me, those have been the best through two match days. Through two match days. Okay, so for me, I would put Sommer in goal. At right back, I would put... No, at center back, I, I would start on center back. I would put um, okay. Rodri from Spain. Okay. And Rudiger. I would put... Rudiger. I figured you were Yeah, Rudiger. I figured you were Good shout. Yeah, um, Good shout. At right back, I would put Ashraf Hakimi because I thought he would, was playing really well for Morocco. And a right, a left back. It's a pretty obvious choice. So I'm gonna go for Theo Hernandez. No, no questions about it. Uh, it's, uh, I'm gonna go in the midfield. I I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be a little biased, and I'm gonna go for for my boy Chuameni with my other boy or my other guy, my old man. Okay, Luka Modric. Um, okay. 
a left on the left I on the left mid I guess I'm going for a four three uh four four two as well. I would put Vinicius Junior. I'm surprised he I just think Mbappe's been a little too impactful. Um, I just think Mbappe's been a little too impactful. Yeah, but I'm I'm putting I'm put I'm definitely putting um Yeah. I'm on the right, I have no idea who I'm gonna go for on the right. Actually I'm trying to think You could put Gakpo. I would there. actually I would I think you could I would, put Gakpo there. No, I'm not gonna put Pat Gakpo. I'm actually gonna put Hakim okay. Ziyech at and okay. on, on the right. And okay, so at striker I'm gonna put Eder Valencia as well. I'm gonna put in next to him the okay. snake. I'd kill him. You know, it's it's nice that we had some similar similarities. It's nice and some that we had some similarities. And then we can keep um, updating this. I actually wrote down up next to mine. I actually wrote down just so you have just you know. If we at the end of the tournament when we you know, do our team tournament, we can tournament. see how different it is. Different it is because these group stage games don't mean as much as the round of sixteen quarterfinal, semifinals, final, quarterfinal, semifinals. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention? Anything else you want to mention? Um, just that Cristiano's first goal. That's that's definitely Cristiano's, not Bruno's. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm, I'm totally not bitter. I'm totally not mad about it. Yeah, I don't really have an opinion. I was hoping yeah, I don't it was really Cristiano's, but I was hoping it was it was Bruno's. So it was Bruno's. Can't so. really talk about it much. Can't really talk about it. Much. So that's all. So that's all. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll be coming back to you soon. Okay. That. Well, we'll be we are finally a little bit more settled we from where we were before. I'm not traveling until around Christmas. Um, o is actually getting a week off here pretty soon. Uh, thank o you all for listening. Go follow us on Twitter at La Casa Blanca Pod. You for listening. Go follow us on Twitter. Like, share, and subscribe. And thank you for listening. Like, share, and subscribe. And thank you for listening. Follow Madrid.